Welcome on into the Command Center Podcast. I'm Logan Paulson here with the illustrious Fred Smoot and Santana Moss. Yep, yep. And, you know, we got to say illustrious now because you are a distinguished gentleman, Fred. Yeah, I am. And I'm, you know what? You've lied on me so much the last <laughs> Get couple out of here, You know what? You better be, like I told you before, you better be glad I ain't got no feelings. You could actually hurt them. I mean, That's all I'm going to say, man. Man, I, is it is it... Is it hurt your feelings to be truthful, Tana? Is it, I'm just being honest. I went and did the research. They say the truth hurts. No, yeah, it sometimes it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word of the street. Truth hurts. Yeah. Well, you know, but he might be right because I don't see him hurt. And he ain't got no, no yeah. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I laugh my way through it all. Nothing bothers me. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you dish it out the way you do, though, it's good that you can. Well, you got to have thick skin to, to dish it out. So yeah. one thing about yeah. me, I learned early. If I can't laugh with you, I might well not say nothing to you. You and know, you, prime say when you look up the defensive back position in the dictionary, they, they're going to have Deion Sanders there. But I have to add, they got to have, when it comes to amnesia, you got to have Fred Smooth there. <laughs> he forgets everything. You he, gotta don't, forget. he don't give two Fs about whatever you say or done to him. He's going to go right back out well, there. I think all cornerbacks have to have that because if I, if, you, if I give up a pass to you, I still got four quarters of ball to play. Yeah. And I can't be stuck in my own head because Tanner just beat me on the 70-yard fly. Yeah. So I can't let you do it twice. Yeah. Is it is it hard to get out of that or is it just something no. that you practice? Well, this is what I hate. No lie. <laughs> when a cornerback get burnt, they kick the extra point. We come to the sideline, right? Uh -huh. Notice nobody sits with us. Yeah, yeah. Like we sit there. <laughs> well, it's like, what do you do though? What do you say though? You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, it's the loneliest job of all time. People, all right? do, people do that with the quarterback though, too. Hey, no, listen. If I like messed up in like a, a zone play or something. Mm. I'll come over there because I know I can manipulate what this camera sees. So I'll be over there and I'll be talking to the DB and I'll be like, it's my fault. Don't you worry about me. It look like I'm snapping on it. <laughs> no I way. got you next time. Ty, Ty Law used to do that, right? Yeah. That was the thing in the Super Bowl, right? D-Shop, so many dudes used to do yeah, that. Yeah. i like, you a prick. Yeah, dude. Tell me this, though. So you just said it feels, I mean, that might be the worst feeling, just coming out there and no one's sitting with you. Yeah. But to me, the worst feeling is when you on the offensive side and you fumble a ball or you drop a pass that was oh. key and everybody want to come and tap yeah. you on your head yeah. like, yeah. hey, next time. Yeah. Ain't no damn next time. Yeah. Right now. I messed that up. You know, I feel me, bad. I feel that's bad. the worst feeling. So don't come over here and butter me up. <laughs> Nobody loves you except your your girlfriend and your mama. After yeah. You give up a touchdown. Ain't, ain't, ain't that the truth, though. I was just thinking about the fumble thing. Tana, I had a fumble against the Giants in 13 and it like ended up like losing the game basically and I was the cameras on me by myself but I don't want people coming up to me because yeah. I don't want all that you yeah. know I just want to be like let me be here and be pissed by myself yeah. so yeah you um, did lose that game I, I used to that. I, used, <laughs> I used to hate when the camera come and you just knew they trying to zoom in so the people at home can watch yeah. it yeah and I used to be just doing shit <laughs> yeah. just looking for stuff like I'm doing the same I'm, thing I'm looking around for towels drinking drink I want to throw it at them so bad but I'm like man you know what I know they watching me you know? that's so funny in that camera you French boot just got beat for 80 <laughs> we need to get him out of here send him send him to the XFL alright guys we're kind of a fun game today alright so what we're going to do is we're going to look at our current roster here in Washington with the commanders and pick guys that kind of you know, our cornerstone guys that we'd want to kind of build the team around. We're going to right. one offense, yep. one defense, and then one wild card. Could be special teams, could be defense, could be offense, whatever you want to do. And I think, honestly, we should go by age. So the oh, oldest, oh, man, oldest, oldest and the most beautiful should start first. Well, that's me. That is you. I got Santana by like, what, 40 days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it ain't, it's days we was born apart. Yeah, right. So, but you are still older, right? Yeah, I am still older. You do look the oldest. I you do, do look, have the I, oldest face in here. I do yeah. look You're the oldest. You're aging terribly. It's I, all right. I would say 
My first pick in this one, I got to go with Sam Howell. I got to go I, with Young Air Wolf. I know you. I know it's easy to pick Terry McLaurin, the, 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 the most talented person on offense, but I think the most important person on offense is the quarterback. The reason we haven't won sustainably year after year is because the quarterback position. And this time, I think we might have it right. Yeah. I think he got a little – listen, when you go get a salad, you sprinkle the dressing on there, I think this guy got a little Kurt Warner on his dressing and a little Tony Romo. So all, all right. I'm saying is – at the end of the day, Sam Howe is my first pick because he's the only thing that matters. Yeah, I agree. Quarterbacks matter, right? But there's a reason that you don't pick a quarterback first in every single draft, and it's because there's talent and potential at other yeah. positions. And Terry, Jahan, Curtis, mm-hmm. whoever, you know, John Allen, Payne, yeah. they have shown you something. There's mm-hmm. a known commodity there. Yeah. Does that not mean anything to you? No, no, I'm, no. I'm actually I, happy. I've I'm ha- seen Tom I'm, Brady win Super Bowls, and I didn't know who his wide receivers is, but I also seen Randy Moss mm-hmm. not win any. So yeah. what I'm saying is, just because you're the most talented so you person. Just, you just win. compared Sam Howell to Tom Brady. So that's who you think this is? No, Let's no, just get no, that no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> They're just like comparing Tito Jackson to Michael Jackson. I'm not doing it. Nobody's going to the concert to see Tito. I understand. But guess what? I think the unknown of Sam Howe is a dangerous weapon okay. because defensive backfields do not know how to prepare for him. For the first month of the season, they just trying to get tape on him. And I promise you, by week eight, people going to realize they cannot run two man under against him. That's yeah, the coverage yeah. that you run yeah. against pocket passes. He's going to take off and run on people yeah. more than they think he is. Two man under is not as popular anymore, but yeah, I agree with you. It's because he, he can run. too, because you got to understand, and I ain't want to cut you off. No, no, go but for just it. when you think about it, like, the, you know, speaking of the Tom Brady aspect of it, you know, it's just not the quarterback. It's the quarterback, but it's just not the quarterback because now you have to have the makeup of a great team. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And a great coaching staff that's going to coach them into those titles. So when you look at the, you know, right now it's still going on. Like, was it Bill or was it Tom? Well, yeah, yeah. It was both. It was because both. Tom couldn't do it without Bill and Bill couldn't do it without yeah. Tom. Yeah. But, but going back now, fast forward to what we're trying to say. I'm okay. That's Fred take on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. Because, because you get anybody you want now. Yeah, I, I, I got the easy layup. Yeah. <laughs> I live for all the players for y'all to get. I got the easy layup. And what I would pick is, I think it's just the proof is in the pudding. Um, when you look at yeah. the body of work already, I, mean, I got to go with Terry. Yeah, I mean. I'm not I mean, shocked the wire receiver went with a wire receiver. That's what I'm but saying. Like, it's the most though. obvious pick that's on the it. obvious pick right here. <laughs> Now, if I would have went first, I still would have went Terry. Yeah, I probably would have Because I say before, like, I don't make things difficult. I'm going to go with what I've seen. And he's a guy that without a quarterback, he's went up there and put up numbers. He's going on quarterback 10. You know, Sam is 10, number 10 for him. He got a chance to play with him one game last year. And if you can do that sample size of what they did in that one game – you got 17 weeks to do it this year. Yeah. And with with, with more talent on a, you know outside of him in the backfield, blocking offensive alignment, yeah. you, na- you name it, he has a chance to go out there and be even more dominant. So I'm going to go with Terry for How much do you think EB is going to take Terry to the next level? I just think the offense alone, the dynamics yeah. of the offense alone are going to make all these guys that much more potent. Yeah. These saying? guys, will, these guys like, will all have a chance to be – the best of themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. Having a great offensive coordinator and a great offensive scheme. You know, we talk about this all the time. Tanner, you you might be one of the most dynamic guys that play the position, but if you don't cater to my abilities, it don't I can't show you nothing. Yeah. I could go yeah. out there and be one of those guys like I've been on plenty of offenses that I've been on and be nobody. You well, know what I mean? No, so, that's why when we when we played against you at the Jets, yeah. we knew uh, Pennington – 
couldn't throw you. Couldn't, couldn't throw, throw you deep. Yeah. So we, we 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 played low on purpose because yeah. we knew he couldn't throw it. Yeah, like all like what is that? A rising tide raises raises all ships, and I think that's what's going to happen here with EB, right? Yeah. yeah. Like he's just going to create a much more efficient group, much more efficient offense. So I think to me, Terry was the most obvious pick. Most a little surprise. A little surprise. Fred didn't go that way. I might go off the beaten path a little bit here. No, we got to pick an offensive guy. So I'm going to pick an offensive guy. So I'm going to say because Terry is kind of the most obvious one. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to say Jahan Dotson. I mean, I have to say Jahan Dotson. I think he's a guy that is super productive. He's super polished as a route runner. This league is driven by offensive production, and I need to get weapons for my quarterback, whoever yeah. it's going to be, right? Yeah. Um, and so that, to me, like that's the direction I'm going to go. I think he's the most polished offensive weapon on like remaining, you know, it's Terry Jahan. I almost went Antonio Gibson because I think he's going to be insanely ah, that, productive. That would have been my pick. I think he's insanely. Yeah. You can pick him in a second here. Yeah, yeah. Insanely productive in this situation, but I think I don't know. Just the receiver, the cl clear role, uh, the understanding of the route development. You know, the character that he's got, the maturity he's got. Just feels like he's going to be a cornerstone of whatever organization for a very, very does long he, time. Does he? Does he take a leap from that? That Robin spot yeah that's the question to become a true one b i mean i think last year he showed you that he's capable of that obviously yeah. there's the health issue you know yeah. can he stay healthy and he i know he was almost batman for yeah. a while last year you i know think about i know it. tan and i yeah. feel very think both think very highly of him right yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and so you know again he's young but i think he just showed you enough last year where you feel really confident about what he's bringing so i feel great about him being my first pick first offensive pick of the draft right, so this. one quarterback and two wide receivers i mean because I, I just th I think the thing with Sam Howell and Tanner, you can stop me if I'm wrong. He just he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. I don't have what? any and, confidence. And that's the in most it. dangerous thing: the unpredictability. Going to keep the teams, the you, first four teams we play. I Mayfield. can tell you're a gambler, Fred, right? Because yeah. I want some level of certainty with my pick. You know, there's a reason. There's a reason Trevor Lawrence is the first pick. He's a generational talent. Started as a freshman. Been good for four years. No up and down to his game. We haven't even seen him yeah. in this new offense. But every and, Trevor Lawrence is a Ryan Leaf. Like yeah. nothing is a guarantee. Right, but I think there league. there were there were character concerns with Ryan Leaf. Like there was a guy, Andrew Luck, right? Guys that are just held above everybody else. Yeah. And again, like I, I like Sam Howell. I think he's very talented. This there's a certain level of I don't know yeah. that makes me say I'd rather have the but certainty to of credit, man. I, I and I just feel like when you watch the trajectory of this league, where all the quarterbacks are kind of trending now, they have to have that escapability. Sure, and they have to have to still have an arm and be able to do some of the things that the other quarterbacks who was more so pocket passes mm -hmm. did. Yep. If you had to check the boxes off, Sam has all that. You yeah. know, he shows you that he has this capability. Yeah, yep. He shows you that he can be a pocket. He's he, not a pocket passer, but he shows you he can throw the ball from to the, the open pocket. guy yep. from yep. the pocket. Yep. And more than anything, he did it in a game that matters. So yeah. if I had to give Fred credit for that pick, I would say I have the same kind of vision of where he can sure. be. Who he can be for us. Don't get it twisted. I think he's very, very talented. Yeah. I, I'm optimistic about his ceiling. Yeah. But I, I think the thing that scares me off that pick or makes me go, oh, is like, where's his floor? You know, gotcha. that's the thing that makes yeah, me the go. Floor can be low. That, yeah. that makes me a little nervous. Yeah. And when I'm picking, you know, that that guy, like yeah. I want, I want to make sure that ceiling, that ceiling and that floor are pretty high. Yeah. So because we're doing a snake draft, I get to pick the defensive player first. Yep. Yeah. You and you and to me, I think it's you got the oldest face. Yeah, I got the oldest face. So yeah, that's why right. I get to go first. <laughs> so the thing, I think this is kind of an easy one. I'm going to say John Allen, and I think that there are guys that are maybe more talented or more exciting, higher ceiling. Yeah. If I'm building a team or an organization, it's the leadership, leadership yeah. the character, leadership. the work ethic, right. the standard that he sets. And for the rest of the defense, I'm feeling pretty gosh darn good about that. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's my guy with, with that pick. Do you disagree, Fred? And you, got, you got a big smile on your face. No, no we, we ain't 
no disagreement in this. Yeah, like, yeah. you choosing who you feel you want to start your franchise with, and I'm never going to say you're going to go wrong with John Allen. Yeah. Like, especially with the, the leadership. Let, let's not even talk production. Yeah. He got high-line production, but that leadership, you did steal the biggest leader yeah. on the team when you took that draft pick. Right, Tanner, you can go next. Okay. I'll go last since I'm the defense and, guy. And, and, and we're talking about building our own team, so yeah. I'm going to go off the board and just say, look, we're not talking about what they did beforehand, yeah. which – Mostly me and Logan got a chance to do that with our, our picks on the offense. But we're just talking about who we would believe if we had to draft these yeah. guys coming out of college. Yeah. Uh, who can be that guy for us? And I'm, I'm going to go with Chase Young. You know, I'm not, talk, I'm not looking at the Chase Young that came in here and, and, and went to a Pro Bowl. I'm not looking at the guy who got hurt, you yeah. know, a couple years ago. Yeah. I'm just looking at the guy that was dominating everybody's child yeah. in college football. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? I, will, I want that kind of talent on my defense. Yep. You know, one of the things I told just from being a receiver, it's the most difficult thing for me is to have to worry about the defensive line, you know, speeding up things for my quarterback. quarterback yeah. And he's that kind of guy. He's mm -hmm. that kind of game changer that's going to make quarterbacks have long nights when it comes to facing them the next morning because you have to think of ways, how can I get this ball around him? How can I get, you know, get my guy in front of me to block and make sure that he's not – you know, speeding up my progress or my process, and I can still be able to be efficient. So Chase Young has to be that guy mm. for me. Well, you know what? Y'all guys know y'all choose the easiest pick. Y'all get oh, that low-hanging oh, fruit. Man. That's what y'all do. So hey, we're trying to win football games. You don't want to be devil cool. We're trying to win football games, man. They say pick the most difficult draft. They say pick the <laughs> They went to the, the best group and said, you know what? We just going to pick d Lime the whole time. That's fine. I'm going to pick Cameron. Oh, Curry. that was going to be my next pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick Cameron Curl because I saw what happened when he didn't play last year. Yeah. I, I say what happens when he's not on the field with these guys. The back end is not good. The front end is not good. He is the glue. And I always love a guy that earned everything he got. Came in here as a, what, six-round draft pick? Seven. Uh, seven. Hey, I gave him a, a whole <laughs> life. But at the end of the day, he earned everything that he got. And he's the story in the locker room that gives everybody hope. He's the yeah. story that the guy that didn't get drafted gives him hope. He's the guy that, that set the standard for the guy that just got taken first round. He's the balance in the locker room. And at the end of the day, you talked about leadership. He brings a lot of leadership to this team. He is I think he is the most underrated player on this team. I don't think he get enough love for the things he do. So most definitely, I'm going Cameron Curl with that pick. Yeah, I think that's great. Like I, like I said, that would be the guy that I would pick is, um, is Cam Curl. Like if, I, if we didn't have to go offense, defense, I would have gone Cam Curl and John Allen. And I think one of the reasons I feel that way is I went and watched a whole bunch of film talking about, you know, 525 or 425 and 416 and all these different defensive variations. And one of the things you need in those situations is you need a guy like Cam Curl. A guy that can play linebacker, a guy that can play safety, safety a guy yeah. that can take on a block, that can match up a running back, that can cover a wide receiver, you know, can match up with a tight end. And like when when I went through all of his clips, I was like, man, he does so much for this defense. And he is, and to me, that's the future. We talk about the future of the running back position, the yeah. future of the, of, yeah, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that when I look at this, I say to myself, like, this guy is the future of of the of of that kind of positionless football yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. positionless football on the back end so i think that's a great pick fred and um is there anybody else kind of honorable mention real quick go down the line real quick fred anybody you're like man we should have mentioned him. tress way because you, know, you know what special team players don't get no love yeah. tress has only been the toe the golden toe of dc tress goes out there week in and week out and make it looks effortless he yeah. just goes out there he punched the ball like it's getting to the point I've been at the stadium and he would just rocket a 60 yard punt and everybody act like it's normal 
He, yeah. He's made us say this is what we're used to. Yeah, this is say. the norm. And don't forget, since he's been here, this has been one of the top special team groups in the NFL. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Tress Way, because the punters don't get no love. Punters are people too. Yeah. Yeah. Ten, anybody you want to just give a shout out to? You know what? I have to say, um, if I'm, you know, talking about being on the team with him and being honorable mention, I'm going to have to give a shout out to, um, and he might not be slotted as the starter this year. I'm going to go with my man A.G. Yeah, A.G. I think think A.G. has been, um, you know, when it comes to what they expected of him, you know, I know they couldn't foresee those fumbles happening, but that's a part of the game, you know. They should have. They moved a wide receiver to running back. This man played a a totally different position Mm -hmm. and came to, to me, the the most dominant league that you can ever be forced to play a different position in and be a running back. And not to be one of those guys considered – a running back when he came in. Yeah. So I got to give him a lot of credit, man. I think AG has done more than what we expected. Um, even last year when when he had that heat on him and 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 things got kind of dicey and he had to go in there and be a start out the gate when we didn't expect him to be one because we thought B-Rob was going to be that guy. He showed showed the world again and he showed us that, hey, <laughs> you, you want to play these games, somebody else might, you know, think, you know, see my worth. And, and that's yeah. the good thing about it. I don't think we see the best in him yeah. yet. Sure. I at, do at not. All, at all. So he will definitely be a marble mention because I think he can be he can be that guy in his offense. I think this offense is probably going to actually show us another part of him or another skill set that we haven't really tapped into. Yeah, which is what we're all hoping for, right, is that yeah. we get yeah. that, that, that version. And for me, it's uh, – Montez Sweat, I mean, Deron Payne easily uh-huh. in that spot, right? Had Montez Sweat, I think he's just been so <laughs> consistent in terms of playing the run. Super disruptive last year. I think he's poised for a big year. Love his athletic measurables. Um, yeah, man, just really excited and about what he's And he's happy. Doing. I haven't seen him this happy in a long time. Went through a lot when his brother passed. He, he, had, he just had so much stuff going on, injuries. He looks happy this year and ready to rush the pass. Awesome. Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. And so, like, obviously, very, very talented team this year. You talked about that. All, you talk about that all the time, Fred, yeah. how talented this roster is. Yeah. And I think that game kind of illustrates right illustrates that right there. So let's take a little departure from football. All Everyone's right. on vacation right now. Mm-hmm. No one's in the building. They're all going to Bora Bora, Hawaii, you know, whatever. Ballers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ballers. If you... You know, uh, you, you, I'm sure you've been on vacation. No, Tana's been on vacation. Yeah. Do you have any really good memories of spots you were at? Or is there a spot that you wish you would have gone while you were playing? Uh, Monaco. I went to Monaco. Monaco, Monaco. 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 Like in, what is that, Europe? Where is Monaco? No, no, no. Monaco, south of France. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Monaco. Where, where, is, they do, where is France, dude? Where the, it's in Europe. What are you talking me. about? Have you been to Monaco or have I been to Monaco? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, last time I checked, I'm the only one in here been to Monaco. All right? And I went when they had the yacht parties and when they have the uh the close down the city and race through the city. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The, the uh, oh yeah, the, the Formula One. Formula One. So that must have been awesome. By it the way. was awesome. But I can say this, and I don't know if I'm just cheap or what. Damn, it was expensive. <laughs> I'm talking. Listen, I went to I went to McDonald's over there and asked for a number one. It was every bit of twenty one. I know. Like. <laughs> I ordered a pizza because I stayed at the hotel that they did the James Bond movie. Oh, yeah. Hotel Royale. (laughs) I stayed in there. I ordered a pizza. It was like $41. Then you're just like, oh. I was like, I'm about to be a vegan while I'm over here in Monaco. But it was just so beautiful. It's water meet beach meet mountains. Yeah. It's it's majestic, but it is very very. Have you watched that show Drive to Survive? Have you heard about that? It's like like the hard knocks of Formula One racing. 
Oh, right. No, no, I heard you about it. You though. should check it out. Yeah. But they just did something about Monaco on there. And yeah. it looks gorgeous, man. And yeah. like the money they got thrown around that plot. So, hey, I didn't realize you had it like that, Fred. No, but I guys, just told you how cheap I was <laughs> over there. Man, Fred's <laughs> drive around in a Rolls Royce. You talking about he cheap. No, listen. <laughs> I went to Monaco and boy, I was like, my date, I was like, we got to leave. <laughs> like, we got to leave. <laughs> All right, Tanner, you got a spot? Um, I keep it basic, man. I'm a, I'm a simple dude. I I, I had to hit hit up one of the islands, either Puerto Rico, the Bahamas. I've never been. Um, what, like, what's know, like what's Saint that vibe Croix, like Saint there? Kitts. Which, Which one? one? Yeah, I mean either one. Is it a different vibe? Do you like not travel. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm gonna get to my vacation story here in a second. All right. So <laughs> like, we'll, you can you can you can you can make you can make fun of me when we get there. All right, here we go. <laughs> No, so, it's nice though, man. I mean, the vibe is the, the vibe is like you're on an island, like you're on a tropical island. Yeah. I mean, when you're looking through the, I guess when you go, because I like to go and see how people are living, you know. Yeah. And I always have to go and see you how they're living. Because, I because, go for the culture. I go for the culture. Because I want to enjoy my vacation, but I also want to see how the people that's not here on vacation living, yeah. and that's the part that's gonna have you saying like, "Damn, I'm blessed." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm fortunate. Um, when I go back to the Bahamas, I always go back also for a sense to just know that my, my, my family's from there. Oh, you know nice. I mean? My grandfather's yep. from there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not sure how long he lived there. My dad never lived there. But, you know, just to know that we have that Bahamian in our blood, yeah. I want to always just see my people. And I've had a chance to meet a lot of my folks at a previous um, um, family reunion for the first time. Because I've been there for years. I was going there for like almost 10 plus years before I even met anyone. Mm. And a lady, you know, when I first met one of my uh, one of my elders, I don't know if she's my grandmother or great aunt. I don't know who she was. But she's like, I hear you over here all the time. I have guys. I have We have relatives that work in Atlantis, you know, yeah. where I'm staying. Yeah. And they work in the casino. And they say, I met Santana Moss. And I invited him over, but he's like, he ain't coming. And I'm like, because I really don't know. Yeah, I don't who know those who. people. You didn't know yeah. that was your family. Why are you old? <laughs> Tell you a quick story. Yeah, you never know. I'm in the Bahamas. I'm sitting down at a blackjack table, and there's a guy look like my dad. They're talking about dead on my dad. Really? And I look at his thing. His thing says Bernard Moss. Mm -hmm. My dad' middle name is Bernard, and I, you know, our last name yeah, is Moss. Moss. So I, I give him my ID. Say Moss. I say, man, my family from over here. And he goes off the next day I'm in there and he tells me, you're my cousin. Oh, for real? Yeah. No bull. And I'm like, bro, you look like my father. It's, you, you couldn't tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, he invited me over. I just didn't go because I just wasn't comfortable enough to just go. I mean, go you and, just met the guy, yeah, right? I just yeah. met the guy. But um, when I told that story to the person I met at the family reunion, she said, yeah, that was my son. Oh, nice. And it's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. And so how does that, how does it compare to like Hawaii? So Hawaii, Hawaii is different, different. and Hawaii I haven't been be, back yeah. since the Pro Bowl, yeah, and, I, and I'm, I don't know why I told myself I wasn't coming back until I do another Pro Bowl, because yeah. I guess the Pro Bowl heard me yeah. and said, yeah. we ain't bringing yeah. you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He never coming so back. I, I got to get back over there, yeah. man, because I promised myself I got to come back, and um, but it's way different than going yeah. to like- Jamaica, my island. Yeah, I know. love Jamaica. Jamaica yeah. has the nicest people, the nicest energy you're going to get anywhere, and the food is great. Yeah, the food is so, uh, Yeah, but you yeah. said Hawaii is like a different animal. Like what? Well, Hawaii is almost like a It's like being tourist. in the States, too, though. Yeah, it's, it's like more of a going to Disney World, it I feels see. like, right? Yeah, yeah. I it's, see. I got you. So, yeah. Tell us about Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, so I don't know if you guys, if, if the listeners know this, but I'm in a much different tax bracket during no, my NFL career than on. you guys, right? I was an undrafted free agent, man. I didn't have all this second round. Second round. Like you was the janitor. I was, like you, man. You, you, oh. had, you got money. I did you, get money. I did. That's true, but not as much money as you. So. I did go to Hawaii for my honeymoon. That was like in 2012. That was a lot of fun. They don't but, count. But it was like kind of. It's your honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, they don't count. So usually I take a family vacation yeah. up to Cape Cod to a family house up there. And that house for the longest time, I'm not kidding you, did not have a heat or air conditioner in, in Boston or Cape Cod in the summer. It's like 100 degrees with like 100% humidity. So you're just sweating your face off at night. I would go up there with my dad and we would just do yard work the whole time. Yeah. So that's what my vacation was for about the first 10, eight years so, of my... So did you leave America? <laughs> I have not left... You I, told me about I, Cape Cod. I want to know... Have, have you ever been to Cape Cod? Don't be hating <laughs> on Cape Cod now. No, I, listen... I did go up for a trip in Boston. I don't want to tell you what happened this summer. It was it was a wild summer. <laughs> All I'm saying is, where have you been out of the United States? I have States? not been out of the United States. You have no passport. I have a passport, but I have not been out of the United States. I, I got to keep my passport updated, bro. Lord have just in for case. What? Just because you got to run? Just what? in case. <laughs> just in case, man. What I, I got to get out of here. Rome you know has went nowhere. I can't <laughs> believe it. Like, Rome is my favorite spot. So when I go to Europe, I, I'm kind of jealous of you talking about this right now. No, it's a straight flight from Dulles that only takes seven and a half hour, eight hours yeah. to Rome. So mm -hmm. I always enter Europe in Rome. And I'm a big nerd too, so I like, like history. history. Yeah, I bet you that's cool. <laughs> so Rome, like I, I'm blown away about is there the like, things they built in the past. Is yeah. there like a language barrier there? No, 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 no. It's speak English, but the Coliseum I think is all athletes right. Yeah, like yeah. I think yeah. going to the Coliseum is like a pilgrimage all, yeah. cause I remember walking in here and I was like, damn. All these gladiators yeah. died on this sand for me to play football. <laughs> <laughs> and when you see the things they did in the Coliseum, they used to flood it and have a ship war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to like, if you see the massive size of it, you'd be like, man, it ain't nothing the Romans couldn't do. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. bad houses, everything. Like I the aqueducts, it. all that stuff. I man. love it. It's unbelievable. Wow, Fred, that was exciting, man. man it's, I'm, I'm, like, I'm shocked to know you've never left America. Right, like, hey, you're a true American. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a busy man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, well, hey, that's going to do it for today. So, I mean, I'm fired up. That was an awesome segment about vacations. So, be sure to rate and subscribe. <laughs> Be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and check out Command Center every Wednesday on the Commander's YouTube page. Go fund me. We're sending Logan overseas <laughs> with better shoes on. All right. Commander's content every single day. Mondays, we got one-on-one -on -one interviews with Julie. She does a great job with those. Tuesdays, we got this podcast, which we love doing, so make sure you check it out. Wednesdays, we got Command Center, which is our flagship program. Lots of good insight on that. Thursdays, we got Tana's Takes. Tana, what we got this week? Anything? Oh, we got some special stuff. I don't want to give it off. Don't, don't give, give it away? It to him. Don't give no, it to don't him. give it all away? Give it all. all right, that's fair. And then Fridays, I live in the comments with these two knuckleheads, and we answer all your questions. So make sure you leave those in the comments. We got something for you each and every day of the week, so be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube page so you never miss any exclusive Commander's news and content. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guest are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.